Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dunkin' Dunkin' Connection, the podcast where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. This is episode number 28, and we're going to be going over the March 5th edition of NXT UK, um, because we didn't get to talk about it. We teased it a little we bit. We teased it a little bit, but we didn't get to really give it a full breakdown last Thursday. Um, and then we're going to be going over 205 Live and SmackDown. 205 Live was absolutely incredible. Dude, and it was two minutes, matches. 28 minutes, two matches. Again, very little wasted time. If you out there have enough time to watch an episode of The Voice, you or, have enough time to watch Two or Five Live. Yeah, any any television, you have more than enough time to sit there and watch twenty eight minutes of just nonstop action. And I mean, some weeks if they have three or four matches, it'll be forty two minutes. Yeah, that is less time than sitting down to watch an episode of American Idol because those usually run an hour. Yeah. Yeah, with commercial breaks and stuff like that. This yeah. is on the network. This just flies. It yeah. really does. Yeah. And and, the, and if and if you, even if you can't catch it live, it's automatically as soon as it's done live available on demand. Yes. So so you can watch it the next morning. I I honestly feel like we talk up this show every week. We do because it's, it's incredible. It is. It is. And, the, and it this, is the second best brand going right now on WWE, behind NXT. Okay. I. I would definitely put it in the top three because there are there are weeks where Raw is really good. Yeah. Um. But Raw has been. But the thing is, is iffy lately. But the thing with two hundred five is it's linked to NXT because of this. Exactly. Ten, uh, we're getting ahead, but because of this ten man tag. Because be because having, the cruiserweight championship is now the NXT cruiserweight championship. Correct. So this is instead of being tagged to main roster Raw and SmackDown brands. Yes. It's connected to NXT, which yes. is the main roster. Yes. It the is real the main, main roster. It is the main roster. And then we're also going to talk SmackDown. I don't know if you mentioned that, but yeah. Yeah, so we're going to talk about 205 and SmackDown. Um, we're going to start off with UK. Yes. Um, actually, we'll start off with some news. You oh, have, you've yes, written down yes, some news. Yes, I have written down some news. Uh, shout Happy out. Happy birthday. Big boy strong. The big strong boy. Uh, Tyler, Tyler Bate Bate. is his, I think his 23rd birthday. Yeah, he's he's a youngin'. He's oh, a youngin'. yeah, he is. But yeah, happy birthday to Tyler Bate. And then the... Um, MJF. MJF. Is is probably third you, best heel in the business. What you need <laughs> to keep kayfabe alive in this business now. Him and Jericho are two A two B because so, no one can beat Randy Orton right now for top heel in the business. No, no. After what he did to Beth Phoenix, yeah, it, it, he is two A two B with Jericho and him. Yeah, he flipped off a fan. It was uh, not not just a fan, a kid during a photograph. Yeah, and the funniest thing is, is I did not know this until the former mayor of Forever, Massachusetts, William Flanagan posted this on his Facebook. I didn't and, know Will and, Flanagan posted this. And he basically was saying, who's more in the wrong? The wrestler or the father for bringing him to the event? Hello, this is Kayfabe. This is this who is this the character, character of is. the wrestler. You're, you're at an event at a signing, not to meet the person behind MJF. No, you're, you're there, there to, to meet, meet MJF. MJF. A pompous, no-give-a-shit character heel who doesn't care about the little kid who wants an autograph. He's got a scarf that's worth more than your house. He's got a ring that's worth more than your life. This is MJF. So when a little kid comes over and is all giddy about meeting him... And wearing a John Moxley shirt. Exactly. What is MJF supposed to do? MJF turns to the kid... Gives him the bird right in the middle of the picture, and that's it. And I'm sure, hey, listen, 
I am more than sure that if the father had waited till afterwards when the character was all done and stuff like that and, and walked spoke out to, to him the, and spoke to him, he I'm would have sh- came out and apologized, apologized for it. But it's one of these things that you're not going to see an apology on on Facebook, no. on Twitter, on Instagram from MJF because that's who he is. That's the I same thing it. we've talked about. We've when talked Lacey about this, Evans got when Lacey Evans got pulled over. Yes, and she was giving the call to the cop, all kinds of crap. But in the actual event, she was probably the loveliest person because she's following the law. Yes, she's a law-abiding citizen. Yep. But Lacey Evans at that point was a pompous. Heel. Yes, in Canada was where she got pulled over during yeah. her run against Natalia. So I mean, and this she's is... an American veteran. Yes. So obviously she's going to use that heel tactic. Exactly, and I love it. This is this is where like the characters come to life. Like everybody, and this so... is where I bring up the fact that in in professional wrestling, when people are outside of professional wrestling and don't understand it. They'll they'll say things like nothing against Wolf Flanagan, but they, he doesn't understand no. professional wrestling. He doesn't understand the character heel versus face, bad guy even, versus good guy. Even if he was a fan of wrestling back when he was younger, which I'm not sure of. I know I've I, I used to work with Will and I worked at Stop and Shop as a young kid, so I've had interactions with Will. But Will never really came to my house when I had wrestling events. You no, know, with some of the other guys who I worked with at Stop and Shop. So it's one of those things. I don't know if he's a wrestling fan or not, or if he's just looking at this as what the headline said, yeah. which is MJF flips off a kid. But again, that's MJF. Yes. That is who his character is. He comes out and he pours beers on people. And that's who he is. He'll take signs and rip them in half. Exactly. He doesn't care. Hello. You know, I didn't see everybody crying out when Sasha Banks made Bailey's little buddy cry. No. At Full Sail when she was part of NXT. Is he? Yeah. I, I mean, this is just who... The characters. These are the characters. And, and then, then Bailey even turned on her. And, then and you, no one's crying out for now. Like, all right. One guy we're going to talk. One guy I love, which is Brock Lesnar. Okay. Everybody, I'm starting to grow on Brock. But the thing is, is he's a heel on TV. Yeah. Everybody hates him because he's part time. Everybody, you know, hates him because of this and hates him because of that. But I remember several episodes ago where I talked about a Make-A-Wish that he did for a kid. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't do that stuff publicly because of the fact that he wants to keep the Brock Lesnar character so super important. Yeah, and another thing, exactly the same thing. The top heel in the company, the top heel in the industry, Randy Randy Orton, Orton, just last week at a house show, went out into the crowd to see a young kid in a wheelchair, obviously with autism or cerebral palsy or some disability giving him a high five taking a picture with him top heel in the company top heel in the business in the period industry, period yeah exactly guy and who just came the woman taking time for a young fan that is a fan of him no matter if he's heel face or indifferent that, that's what this is about. There's, yes. There is a human element to this. I'm not expecting them to go out there and RKO the kid out of a wheelchair, you know what I mean? No. That that, that doesn't exist anymore, okay? Social media is what social media is, okay? Kayfabe died the day the click hugged it out in yes. MSG. Kayfabe died that day, yeah. okay? Because it was heels versus faces, and all of a sudden you have the heels on the faces all hugging in the ring, all right? There were points where Kayfabe was so real that heels had, to, had like, this death threat. 
like people were trying to stab different heels mm-hmm. back in the 70s and the 60s and the early 80s. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to correct myself. The day Kayfabe died was the day that the Iron Sheik and Hacksaw Jim Duggan got pulled over and arrested together. Yeah. Um, I think it was cocaine possession or something like that. Yeah. And that's the day Kayfabe, Kayfabe died to a lot of wrestling fans because what is Hacksaw Jim Duggan, a true American, doing with the Iron Sheik in the same vehicle? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So And the same thing, like... Kayfabe dies for people at different points. Yeah. Kayfabe for me has never really died. Like, I understand no, that I understand there's the, the real and there's shoot and there's yeah. kayfabe no. and whatever. There's somebody I work with still and you used to work with, Louie. Yes. He's this 60 some odd year, year old Portuguese guy and he's the funniest guy in the world. And whenever I'm looking up and talking to Matt about professional wrestling or whatever and that, he's like, you still believe in that? I'm like, well, yeah, it's a sport. It's a it's a art form. And he tells the story about he was he went to when he was younger when he first came to America he went to a backyard wrestling match and the guys that were just fighting each other in the ring he walked away to have a cigarette and he saw the same guys that were just fighting each other getting into the same car that's when kayfabe died for him yeah so it's like when you see these like heel characters have to do face things or such like that that's when kayfabe dies but that doesn't take away from the fact that MJF is the second best heel in the in the business oh yeah. And, and, and he and, flipped off a kid and he doesn't care. Yeah, exactly. And But it's it doesn't take away from the fact that if the dad had an issue with it and he pulled him aside later and mentioned it to him, MJF 100% would have apologized to the father, to the son, to whomever. Yeah, it, it's, it's what it is. But again, this is a great way to keep kayfabe the way it is. Again, he knows people are going to have cameras around while he's doing these autograph sessions. Yeah. And if the kid's wearing a Moxley shirt, what else is he supposed to do? Exactly. What else is it he supposed to do? It was either a Moxley do? or a Cody shirt. It is, was somebody. Is he supposed to is supposed to be happy that as an MJF, as MJF, this kid is not an MJF fan and he's yeah. asking for an autograph yeah. and he's standing there asking for a photo. Bang, right there. I have no problem with it. Yeah. I give him I give him applause for that. There you go. Now that we're ten minutes into the episode, into some uh, let's NXT, jump into UK. NXT UK. Um, quick, quick again, very quick. Forty eight minutes. Bang, bang, bang. Three matches. Four matches. Four matches. Uh, great segments throughout the course of this. Um, you had a title match, which was yeah, really which good. Was really, really good. Um, you had um a match. I didn't expect to go a certain way. I did not expect. Yeah, Banks versus Alexander Wolf. I know. Banks just keeps giving people rub after rub after rub after rub. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Yeah, uh, it's it's legit though. Like he, like he's that kind of a wrestler. Yeah, that's where um, he is right now. The, um, who do we keep talking about? Cassiusono. Cassiusono. Yeah, right there. He's that of NXT. Yes, of UK rather. Okay, so let's start with the first match. Um, but yeah, it was um Wolf versus Banks. Yep. Uh, very very good match. Wolf obviously gets the dub here. Um, Vieira pinfall too. Hits a sit out power bomb. Massive sit out power bomb. Dude, um, it's not a finisher that you see many people finishing matches with nowadays. A lot of it, it that seems to be always like a transition. Like you see yeah. Kevin Owens using a sit-out power bomb. Sami Zayn was very famous for using the sit-out power bomb, but they never really finished matches with the blue them. thunder bomb. The blue thunder bomb, exactly. Yeah, they like everyone has their different versions of the but power bomb. The fact like that Ke- Wal- uh, Keith Lee has his power bomb. Yes. Um, which Walter has his. Walter has his. Yeah, but his is a finisher. He stacks you right up at the end of it. So. Yeah, and I mean the Batista bomb's a finisher. Yes. Um, but nowadays it's more like a lot of like old finishers, like a leg drop, or <laughs> the, the people's uh, elbow. The people's elbow. These are like setup moves. Yes. Yes. Because now these these finishers are incredible. Yeah. I mean, like how the did 1916 it... Bloody Sunday. Yeah. Is an insane finish. Yeah. 
It's it's basically um, a vertical DDT. But then you have a freaking spin around elbow as a finish. I, the Judas effect's awesome, especially when he hits it when someone's coming through the ropes. Well, that's because he did, he hit it on Darby Allen. Yeah, exactly. Um, great match, great uh, great outcome. You want to see Wolf and you want to see Imperium continue to pile these wins because as soon as Finn Balor ends up on this on NXT yeah. UK, he's going to tear through Imperium yeah. to get to Volta. He, so the way it'll go is he'll have three matches. He will take on Eichner and Bartel in a two-on-one handicap, lay them both out. He'll have to get through the Maniac Wolf, take him out, and then him and Volter will have like a 35, 40-minute match. It'll be incredible. And it will be back and forth. I'm just going to say, Bloody Sunday is going to be what Balor's chest looks like after those chops. Well, just remember, I have thought that this match is going to happen at NXT, uh, NXT UK Dublin. Oh, yeah, it should. That's where it should happen. Yeah. And he should hit Walter with the biggest bloody Sunday. Yeah, he will. I, I hope so, man. I hope. It's going to be such and a... He'll, he'll pin be, him right in the middle of the ring. It's going to be so good. And then Heel Balor will celebrate with Dublin. Yes. But then he'll come out the next night or the next Thursday where they're still filming in Dublin and run down the crowd. Yeah. He has to. He has to. You're to right. hold his heel character, no matter if you're in your home country... You need to run down your. You need to run down the crowd, no the matter what. Base. Yeah. Next match, flew. This was a extremely fast match. Saxon Huxley against Ridge Holland. Holland hits the Northern Grit after a couple of big moves, but no offense by Saxon Huxley. Just a brawl at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Huxley he hits <laughs> Holland with elbows and corner lariats. Then Holland shoves off Huxley, uh, catches him with overhead belly to belly. Bounces off the ropes, um, huge shoulder tackle, tends Haxton flying. Yep. Um, Alabama slam, Northern grit, match over. Hey, quick match. Way to get way to get Huxley. Um, way to get Holland. Holland, yeah, Rich Holland. Way over. Oh yeah. Way over. Yeah. Next match was uh, the debut of Aof Valkyrie. I hope I'm saying her name right uh, against Isla Dawn, um, and. She wins. Yeah, in her debut, which it is was, good. It was funny because on NXT UK's Instagram and on NXT UK's Instagram, I'm I'm sorry, NXT UK and on NXT's Instagram, they were mentioning Valkyrie. Valkyrie, yeah. So they they see something in her because mm-hmm. obviously they've moved her from the performance center, yeah, to a brand, yeah. And on her first match on that said brand, she picks up the dub. She picks up a W. Uh, it doesn't do anything to... Isla Dawn, no. No, it doesn't. It just allows you to get another female face mm-hmm. into the brand yeah. because obviously Tony Storm is going to take a little bit of time. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, the I Quit match, she, to, well, how are you supposed to recover from that? You know who's going to be the one to take the bet off Kaylee Ray? I mean, it... Viper. Piper Niven. It should be. Yeah. It should be Piper Niven. It should you're right. And Piper Niven is from Wicklow. Mm-hmm. So, um, Kaylee Ray is from New Zealand, correct? Correct. Uh, I was going to say have Viper take it off at the match, if they have a match in, in Dublin. Dublin. Yeah. But that's not Wales, which I, is where I, they've had matches before. And Wales, I think, is closer to Scotland than Ireland is. Yeah, just have her take it off there. But the thing is, is are you necessarily going to remove two belts on the same pay-per-view at that point? I don't see why not. 
Mm, NXT doesn't really do that. But we're, we're future booking. We're oh, future yeah, booking. way ahead. Back, back to the Valkyrie match. Very good. Huge win for her. Introduction to the roster. Gets a W over somebody who's already been on the UK roster for a little bit of time. And they both showcased very well this next tier of NXT UK women's talent. Which is what NXT is doing right now on the NXT Wednesday shows. Is they're showcasing that next tier. Your Chelsea Greens. Your Shotzi Blackhearts. Your... Um, your current B tier women, exactly. because your A tier going to move on. Soon. Exactly, exactly. And you got to continue to build the roster. You know, what yeah. I mean? It's what Triple H has always said. It was when he lost all the women, when he lost Banks and Bailey and Flair and Lynch. He's like, well, just leave me Oscar, and I can continue to build. Mm-hmm. And then they left the Oscar, and then Oscar moved on, and then he was able to build the three other horsewomen and all these other women that he's got, Loray and all this other stuff. Yeah. Now he's. Building another now, tier. Now LeRae is going to be moving on LeRae's not going to move on. No, LeRae won't because Johnny won't. But yeah. I'm saying, like, Yim will move on. Baszler's already up. Baszler's going to go. Rhea will eventually Shirai go. Shirai's going to go. Exactly. Belair's going to go. Exactly. So uh, Belair, I guarantee, is going to go to Raw. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they, keep, have they, to. Keep, couple, they yeah. keep couples together. Yeah. That's what they do. Because Charlotte and Andrade are both on Raw. Yep. So About Black and um Black Vega. and Vega are both on Raw. Exactly. They keep couples together. They've always done that. So. Yeah. Well, recently they've done that. There's been times where they've been very vindictive and they've moved people to different brands yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and then they'll they'll break up Carmella and our truth They aren't like an actual couple, but like... I know, but Corey Graves and her are a couple. Both so. on SmackDown. On yeah. SmackDown. Next match. Main event. <sighs> Walter and Mastiff. Dave Mastiff for the wow. UK Championship. I love These how are- they defend this belt. Just on the show. Yeah. On a regular basis. But they do that with NXT belts too. No, I know. But they do that with NXT belts. But what I'm saying is, is it's nice that the NXT brand does, does this, this yeah. with their top belt. Yeah. Not an Intercontinental or you or a United States or a tag team champion. No, they do this with their top belt. Mm-hmm. And the last time that I can remember WWE doing it with Raw or SmackDown's top belt was when was it Brian? beat AJ? Nope. Who was it? Kofi dropped to Brock. Oh my god, that's right! Yep. That is right. I forgot about that eight yeah. second match. Well, it was an eight second match, yeah. so what'd you expect? I, I, I was gonna forget. That's right. That's right. But anyway, two massive behemoths that can't move each other. Yep. The match started off with Chop and he eats it. Off the rope, runs into him, shoulder tackle, nothing. Mastiff does it, nothing. Cross body, nothing. Incredible. Uh, Walter goes for a sleeper hold, Mastiff blocks it. Running brute from Walter, um, goes for the power bomb. Mastiff back body drops him. And this is like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The turning point in this match, Walter cut um, Mastiff off with a drop kick. And then got him up for a powerbomb and body dropped. The cutting, the catch point of this match was when Walter hit a chop to Mastiff's throat. And then that was it. Powerbomb, one, two, three. We're talking about powerbomb finishes. Yes. He hit the powerbomb finish. Yeah. Well, that's his finisher. Yeah. I mean, he first he wears you down with all those chops. But when he hits you in the throat with one of those chops, you can't breathe. Yeah, you cannot breathe, and I think that's a great way to build when you're dealing with a big body like Mastiff. Is that's how you can knock him down. One <laughs> one thing I really really like 
about David versus Goliath matches. I love big man matches, but the last time I loved like a Valter match was with Bait back at Blackpool Two. Okay. Um, it's not saying I didn't love this match. This was a great match, but I've noticed that David versus Goliath matches are some of the best title matches. Oh uh, yeah. Aside from Ricochet versus Brock at Super Shutdown. Well, because that was a minute and a half of sad. <laughs> but it's apparently Vince is over Ricochet. There's talk that he's over Ricochet, which is a huge mistake. Yeah. But the thing, but the thing was, is Ricochet should have never been put into that position. Ricochet's no. a Heyman guy, yes. and Heyman has started to learn to when to pick and choose his battles. So if Vince is saying he's done with Ricochet for now. Heyman's not going to fight that wall right now. He's no. going to allow Ricochet to kind of trickle down the card. Obviously, Ricochet trickled down the card because he went from WWE title to losing to Riddick Moss. Down to Riddick Moss, and he lost. Yeah. So, on to SmackDown. Yes. SmackDown was... Opens with a moment of bliss. Yeah. Good, um, a good moment of bliss. I, 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 Some people give this I'm so happy crap. Nikki is back. Well, again, like we had said, Nikki wasn't punished or she no, wasn't she was punished. She was sick. Simple as that. She was sick. No, I'm saying I'm happy she's healthy. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm happy she's yeah. back. Yeah, but they, they introduced the... her. They introduced her as um, Alexa Bliss's best friend. Nikki Cross is how they announced her when they sent a moment of bliss. No, so, it should be Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Now, two separate entities. Now, one thing I liked before we get to the NWO stuff, and this whole segment was really good. Alexa Bliss calls out the Kabuki Warriors at the beginning of the segment. I didn't catch that. And says, "Hey." You need to stop hiding on the Raw brand, and you need to come here, and you need to face me and Nikki so we can get our belts back. Yeah, because Great. because this is supposed to be a cross brand. Exactly, and they've been and they just been hiding out on Raw. Yeah, they haven't been going to NXT. Speaking of this tag division, the women's tag division, there's another bit of news I just remembered. There's talk that the Iconics could find their way back down to NXT. Really? Yeah. Because okay. they've been off TV for a, a while. <clears throat> yeah, I know. And there's, well, there's talk. Didn't they... Peyton Royce get married? Yeah. To Sean Spears. Sean Spears. They yeah. recently got married. That's why Sean Spears hasn't been on. Uh, well, except for this past week yeah. where he's doing that whole hashtag wrestle with Sean Spears. Yeah. To get his new tag team partner. Um, But was it? Um, Yeah. When Peyton Royce eventually comes back, whenever that is, that I think that's the right move. Yeah. I think it really is. But I think they should. They should allow them to jump from brand to brand as well. I don't yeah. think they should just go and stay on one brand. I think this tag this tag division should be all three brands. All four brands. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know how much they do in UK, considering that's a lot of travel. Yeah, if they're, they're going to be on Raw and then fly to Florida, well, then fly to UK. Listen, when we get to 205 Live, we're going to talk about two guys who have been doing a lot of traveling lately. True. Okay, so if they can travel... Anybody can travel. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Um, but this segment with the NWO was great. Was incredible. It was a lot of banter. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's but that's what you're gonna get. It's fan banter. It's, it's, an it's announcing that they're gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Correct. And that's what uh the Moment of Bliss segments have been doing lately. Yeah. So them, the Bellas, yeah. uh backstage was actually used to announce JBLs. Yes, exactly. Who's gonna I think he's gonna be coming on a Moment of Bliss in the coming weeks or something yeah. like that. Um so NWO comes out. They Is have their Bliss little hurt. 
I don't know if she's hurt. Is that why she's not competing? I don't know. I haven't really looked into it, but I don't mind these segments with her. I really don't. I like her sitting down, her being a good, she's a good talker. She's um, a great talker. So she does her whole little interviews with, you know, Sean Waltman asking him, oh, do we call you X-Pac? X-Pac, one, two, three, kids, Sean Waltman. Six, who do we call you? And he's like, oh, just call me a Hall of Famer. Because he's in the Hall of Fame for two consecutive years. Yeah. DX last year, and yeah. WO this year. Yeah. Um, and then they talked about Bill Goldberg yeah. and uh, Nash. And and how do you? Uh, how does Roman Reigns beat him? And he basically told Roman Reigns, well, you need two things. You need Scott, Scott Hall, Hall in your corner, and a cattle and prod. A cattle prod. And that's such a shocking... Yeah, Scott Hall's funny because he doesn't say much anymore. He no, just he like, says, hey, yo, and, and, he, has, and, he, he, and he just banters in the background. Exactly. So then you get Sami Zayn. They come out to Shinsuke's music. Yeah. And he gets and in I the love, ring. I love when they hit his music. The NWO just looked <laughs> like legitimately shocked because they probably don't watch week to week. So they don't know who these people are. Yeah. Well, isn't Nash backstage? Maybe. I don't know. Again, I'm not trying to... I, I thought he did something backstage with the WWE at this point. I don't point. know. Um, so, Shinsuke's music hits. The three amigos come down to the ring. Well, before they come down to the ring, Sami Zayn's at the top of the ramp and he goes, Oh, yeah, you did so much back in 1997. Congratulations. But you know what? You guys need to get out of the way because now it's time for the uh, the new crowd, the young guys, to come in and build their name. So yeah, and then, the, and then they get in the ring, and then they're... He starts talking about the Intercontinental Championship, because obviously that's what they're going after. Razor Ramon was a huge... That is still, to my to this day, my second favorite Intercontinental Championship match. To this Ramon day. Ramon versus Michaels? Yes, ladder match from... What's number one? Oh, British Bulldog versus oh. Bret Hart yeah, okay. in Wembley Stadium. Yeah, okay. Where Bret Hart had to carry that entire match, because the Bulldog forgot everything in the ring. And didn't Bulldog win? He won. With a, with a with, roll up. He stacked them up and he won the belt in his home country. Yeah. And Bret Hart carried that match. And Bret Hart to this day says that was his greatest accomplishment in the ring. That carried that match. Carrying that match was his greatest accomplishment ever. Um, So, you know, Sami Zayn turns to Razor Ramon and says, Hey, Razor Ramon, obviously the Intercontinental Championship, you know all about that. And Big Daddy Cool Big Diesel. Daddy cool you know, you won the Intercontinental. And, I mean... Sean Waltman, you, you, you know the weight you know of it because you, you carry, carry their, their bags, bags all the time. And Waltman legitimately looked like he got pissed at that statement. Yeah. And he's like, you, you want to go? go? You want to go? So then obviously everybody starts standing up. Sammy's and he's like, you know what? You want to fight? You would love that because you then fight? you would get the big rub from us. You're not going to fight us because you're going to get the rub. I love it. I love yeah, and it. And he's like, you'll get the headlines on the social media and all that. And I'm, we have something else that we have to worry about. And they're they're standing outside stuff. the ring and they're like, we're going to take out Braun Strowman. His music hits. And Sammy looks legitimately scared shitless. Yes. So Cesaro runs up the ramp, hits a big boot. Strowman shrugs it off, throws him around, throws around Shinsuke Nakamura. And then Sammy Zane does the best heel thing. He and uses grabs Alexa, Alexa Bliss, Bliss as a meat as, shield. As a shield. And you see Nikki Cross just throwing like little slaps at him. Like, what like hey, what, get your hands like, off my best friend. Yeah, get off my best friend. Leave her alone. And I think it's even better because Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss used to be mixed match tag team champ, uh, tag uh, partners. Partners. Yes. And everyone loved that tag team. Yeah. And, and you because see, because you could see the difference in personal yes. personality. It was there was a backstage segment when they did the first one, and I still remember this to this day, where they traded T-shirts. Yeah, and she was wearing one as like a dress. Yeah, and then he tried to put on one of Alexa Bliss's extra smalls and shredded the entire thing and yeah. was wearing it as like a crop top. Um, so segment ends with obviously Sammy ducking out of the ring. Yeah, you get Braun Strowman telling those three guys they're going to get these hands. 
And then obviously the banter side. And it's going to be too, too sweet. sweet. And throw up the too sweet. It is what yeah. it is. I don't mind the banter. Whatever. Um, but then we get into the first match of the night. Naomi and Lacey Evans against Bailey and Banks. Yes. Bailey and Banks. Bailey and Banks over. get their dub back. Yes. Go over. Um, I believe um, Sasha hits the Meteora. In the corner and stacks over up. Naomi. Yes, yes. Because uh, Bailey interfered while she was going for her little yeah, split. Yeah, during the moonsault. Yeah, the moonsault. moonsault. And uh, stacks her up, gets the victory. And it was nice because then they had a little backstage segment um, afterwards in which they called out the Bella Twins. And they talk about how, you know, there's no need for them to be on TV. This isn't the women's revolution anymore. This is the uh, the role model era. And like they they give each other a high five, and like you know what we're taking the rest of the night off, and they walk out. Yeah, great little segment to yeah. just again turn more great of that heels. heel. Great heels, it's great. I have no idea how they're gonna set up these two if that's supposed to be the WrestleMania match because man, they work so good together yeah. as heels. You can't. You've got to try to figure out who's gonna come after this this championship going into mm-hmm. WrestleMania because there isn't even a. Is There's it, not a women's match. SmackDown at, title match at Elimination Chamber. No. And keep it off the card. The card's yeah. already kind of swollen at this point, which is next Sunday. It's tomorrow. Oh, wow. We got to do our predictions, too. Yeah, I just do. thought about that. Um, So the way I look at it is don't put this belt on the card. Figure out a way to build to somebody being a face to go against Bailey. Yeah. That's you may have to build a SummerSlam with mm-hmm. Banks and and yeah Bailey, which that's how you put the belt on Banks. Yes, in Boston. Yes, ding. There's the bell. There we There's go. There's the dub. There you go. Oh, my daughter would pop. My daughter would pop. And picture this. This is how you have. Oh, I was gonna say you can't have Bailey lose because of a Banks interference that goes wrong at Mania. You could. But would they feud without the belt? Ooh, no. They'd have to feud they have with to the feud belt. They'd have to feud with the belt yeah, to make it even it. more important. Bailey almost loses because of a Banks interference. Yeah. Then somehow Bailey is able to then turn it around, yeah. win the match, retain her belt, and kind of looks at Banks like, you know, you almost cost me this belt. You almost cost us this championship. Yeah. And then they start then feuding, feuding again. And then... Some- and then Banks has to be the one that turns face. Oh, she has to be the face. She has to be the face. Um, Next match, really quick. Sheamus very Apollo Crews. Very good match, though. And I like the segment, again, with Shorty G and um, Apollo, Apollo Crews. Shorty G's been taking everything in stride with Sheamus. Yeah. But Apollo's getting pissed. Yeah, he's like, dude, just leave me alone. Let me let me go out there and let me do me. He wouldn't even shake Shorty G's <laughs> hand. He goes out there and he comes out there with his ass on fire. He goes right after Sheamus. Hits a few big moves. Hit. I love that standing moonsault. Yeah. A lot of people forget Apollo Crews was an intercontinental champion at one point mm-hmm. in his career. Uh, he's kind of fallen down, but he's still in that mid-card area. Maybe he'll get another boost. Who knows? But, man, the bro kick that Sheamus hit. Mm-hmm. Apollo Crews was coming to charge into the corner. That was a bro kick out of nowhere. Yeah. Match over. Um, Sheamus obviously goes over. Sheamus is going to continue to build this momentum against all the, the lower mid-card faces. And that's pretty much what it is. Now the question is, is what's going on with Apollo Crews? Is he going to be, you're going to see him kind of work against Shorty G? I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do with this with this lower mid-card. Let Sheamus continue to run over people, though. Let him continue to build this this Irish Celtic warrior yeah. monster that he is. Yeah. 
He'll have he'll have an early early match at Mania. Yeah, it'll be a quick match, just very early in the card. Yeah. Maybe opens the card second or third match on the card. Maybe it's or even quick. pre-show. It's got to be quick. Um, up next, Fire and Desire against Carmella and Dana Brooke. Yeah, again, um, showcasing some more women in this. Uh, yeah, and this is this is they were on fire because um they were on they've been on the same page now that Mandy's. So I feel like Deville is kind of getting in Mandy's head and saying, like, you don't want someone like Otis on your arm. Yeah. You want someone like Dolph, like a real man. Yeah. And such like that. And since Mandy and Dolph's uh, love has been flourishing yeah. lately. Mandy's been on fire. Exactly. Yeah. She's winning matches. She got the pinfall over here yeah. today, hitting that um, hitting that running knee. Um, that's a pretty interesting finisher for someone like her because she, I mean, it's just high high elevation attack right to the head. Yeah. Good finisher. Um. The f- the thing about that was more important. Than- I feel like Deville's such a brawler, but I feel like Manny's almost a powerhouse. Like she can, she's strong. She is, but so I feel like De- she would get more of a power move. De- Deville's a powerhouse, man. Not not Mandy. Mandy Mandy's. I honestly think Deville would be more like the, the more like the running knee. No, well, a brawler type move. No, see, for me, I think Deville should have a submission finisher. I I agree. She should have a submission finisher, but she should be someone who, her MMA background, she works a ligament, she and that's the ligament she attacks. Yeah, that's it. And she should have a different finisher for each ligament. Make her more of a legitimate submission wrestler. submission wrestler. That's that would be perfect for her. Almost like a be done. Um, a striker, Shayna Baszler, a striker who can hit you with her fists, and then she can finish you. She like can, she can she, work any any ligament at any. She time. can make you tap with your fingers. Yep, exactly. Um, the thing about this is this led to a backstage segment between Otis and Mandy in which Mandy said, listen, I'm not going to be the kind of girl who gets stood up, stood up by somebody. You know, you had your chance and she walks away and Otis just looked heartbroken at that point. I don't blame the guy. Yeah. He got a text message. He didn't stand her up. No, he got a text message saying that she was, he he just, he saw her with somebody else and he, he walked away. That was it. He didn't stand her up. Um, awesome Bray Wyatt segment. We were so worried that when he lost to Goldberg, yeah, that the fiend would be dead. Yeah, he is anything but dead. No, he's yeah, exactly. He uh, this match is going to be incredible. Oh, it is. It is. I cannot wait. Um, I I cannot wait. So essentially, (laughs) highlight of this segment was Rambling Rabbit. Oh man, just saying like. You got your ass handed to you six years ago at WrestleMania, dude. Yeah, let's look at the highlights. <laughs> and then it cuts back to um, the massive, uh, it the reverse from the Sister Abigail into, into the, the F- FU. Into the F5. Oh, no, no, F5. Into the it's AA. AA. Yeah, but F- it's the form of the FU, yeah, the yeah. AA, um, into the one, two, three pin. Yep. Bray is going to win this match, and he's going to win it fast. I hope so. I hope so. I don't think... I. Because the way if Bray was, if he loses to John Cena at Mania, that is the burial of the Fiend. Yeah, the that is, is the golden shovel burial. That that is <sighs> Bray Wyatt basically said thank you, John Cena, because if it wasn't for what you did, the Fiend would never have would never been have born. existed. He would never would have been born, and you're the reason why he's here right now. And he replaced every picture in the Firefly Funhouse with a picture of John Cena. And that was incredible. And then you get into the tag team gauntlet match. Oh, my God. 
your boys ran the table yeah, and they did. almost won it. They opened up against the New Day. They hit the compactor on Big E. Yeah. Then I believe Lucha House Party was next. They beat them. Yeah. Then they beat the Usos. Then they beat Miz and Morrison. Yeah. But then Miz and Morrison hit... Dude, that is an incredible finisher that they hit on Tucker. The, um... uh, What is uh, the Miz's finisher? Uh, Skull crashing. Yeah, the skull crashing finale. But then Morrison does a double stomp off the top rope to the back of the skull crushing finale. Yeah. And then Rude and Ziggler obviously come down. They're the last guys to enter, and they're the ones who end up scoring the pinfall. They end up winning, and now they have the uh, likelihood, well, they have the stipulation in which they are now going to enter the elimination chamber last. Yeah. And they are going to have the advantage of being in the elimination chamber the whole time. That's they'll, they'll be in the for the shortest amount of time. Yeah, no, no. What I'm saying is, is they're going to be in that chamber. Yeah, they're, they're locked. They're chamber, pod. They're yeah. pod for the for the longest amount of time, which is nice. Yeah. Um. And then one thing coming out of this SmackDown that we didn't really talk about, uh, we missed it. Was um Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. And I love this because Daniel Bryan continues to work with these guys who he sees are great wrestlers. He sees himself in them. Yes. So. Um, I love how this started because Drake Maverick comes into the locker room and he says, Drew, I want you to help me out. I want to, I want to take on Daniel Bryan. You, you got to tell me how, how I can do this. He go, And he looks right at me. He goes, Drew, you can't do it. You can't take advantage of the thousand and one weaknesses that Daniel Bryan has. Like, for example, weakness 17A when he does his roundhouse kick. And lo and behold, there's Daniel Bryan right behind him. And he's like, oh, tell me about this weakness. Actually... You know what? Since you know all my weaknesses, instead of telling me about these weaknesses, let's have a match, at, let's have a match at Elimination Chamber, and you can show me my weaknesses. I am so excited for this match. I love Drew Gulak. I really do. I really, really, really do. Now, we got two more matches to go over on 205 Live. Yes. And then we have the Elimination Chamber card. Yes. I pulled up the card. We also have the notes written down for Elimination uh, for 205 Live. Yep. Two, two matches. Two matches. This is going to go 28 re- minutes. It's going to go incredible. Really quick. Um, it opens up with breaking news. That Rush, Rush is unable to compete. Not medically cleared. He cannot compete in the 10-man tag that he had just... Didn't he win the advantage? Yeah, he did. He won the advantage. He won via the DQ. DQ with Canellis running in. So the NXT team has the advantage coming into the 10-man tag. Yeah. Now the problem is Rush isn't part of this team. So there was a backstage interview with Swerve Scott, and he talked about how, listen, we're not going to have a captain on this team. I've already talked to four. the... The other four guys, and then the interviewer basically says, "Wait a minute, you said four. Four. You you've already found the new member." And he's like, "Yes, yes, we have. Yes, yes, yes we, we did." And then he goes and, down and, to the ring, and then well, no, uh, that then, was that yeah, was earlier, earlier in the night. day. So then he has a match against Arya Davari. Oh my god, dude! Swerve Scott is turning into a contortionist with yeah. some of the 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 moves he's doing the arm contortions the finger contortions the, the pop culture the that pop culture is incredible he did it to um austin theory earlier in the week yeah and, and then, then he, he used it, it as a Divari. new davari and he he couldn't finish the match with his actual finish which is the something house um house call house call that kick to the side of the head that's how he finished davari a couple of weeks ago yeah davari kicked out this time he then hit the pop shot on his arm. The, yeah, the pop culture. Pop culture. 
and then a and double, then a stomp. double stomp. Now it's nothing compared to Cameron Grimes' double stomp. No, but still hit an incredible double stomp out of the corner. One, two, three. Picks up the win. Picks up some steam for Team NXT going into this ten man tag. Yeah, which is next week. Yeah. This is going to be incredible because it's going to be the only match I think on the card. Yeah, they're not going to have multiple matches. No. They're going to have a five. It's 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 literally a Survivor Series match. Yeah, pretty much because it's an elimination match. Yes. Um, your main event. Yes, the Brit and Bruisers. Our boy, our, our favorite wrestler at the particular moment. Oh, uh, one uh, two. Uh, These guys are so good. So uh, good. Lorcan and Birch. Yes, against against Nice, nice and Canellis. Canellis, the they, dad bods. The dad bods, because they, they did this whole thing about they're like best dad. Look bods. at these two dad bods here. Best dad bods in the business. You think you think you're gonna look like this when you're a dad? Not a chance. Exactly. Um, great back and forth in this match too. Um, unfortunately, you know our boy took the pinfall. Yeah, uh, unfortunate, but but it happens. You had NXT win one match. Now you had two hundred five win the other. Win match. the other match, yeah. Um, let's look at the teams. Yes, the teams as they're set up right now. So Team Two Hundred Five Live is still the same. Yes, with Tony, nice, Canellis, Ari Davari, Gallagher, and Kendrick and Brian the Brian, the Brian Kendrick. On the other side, you have Isaiah Swerve Scott, Oni Larkin, Danny Birch. Breeze. Tyler Breeze and a mystery partner now. Yeah. Who do you have? Who do we have? Who do you have? Who do I have? Yes. I think we have the same person because we discussed this earlier. Okay. Jordan Devlin. I think so. I think Devlin makes... See, the thing is... Because is... this isn't faces and heels. No, this, this is... This is NXT, new cruiserweights against 205 Live, old cruiserweights. Yes. It's got to be. It has to be Devlin... If it's not Devlin, could be Fandango. It could be if he's down to 205. Yeah. If he's down that low. I don't know if he'll get down that low, but that'd be interesting to it's have It's been him. a while since he's been on TV. He could have been shredding out. He could have been. I mean, I'm trying to think of who else really fits that 205 build. And, I mean, we could be talking big boy strong. Could be Bate, yeah. Could be Tyler Bate. Be yeah. very interesting. I'm just saying, I... I really like the NXT team. I yeah. really, really, really do. I love this division. This is, I love this division, period. It is yeah. so good. And you want to talk- We talked about NXT women's division being phenomenal. Yeah. This division's getting there. Yeah. And you want to talk about guys who are traveling all over the world right now? Personal Only Walk and Danny Birch are essentially on three shows every week. Yeah. They're on NXT UK, NXT at Full Sail, and 205 Live. Yeah. So wherever SmackDown is, Only Larkin and Danny Birch are there. They go to Full Sail, and they wrestle at Full Sail at least once, uh, almost once a week. They're almost there on every couple NXT of weeks, yeah. doing a show. And then they're in NXT UK. So the weeks that they're not at NXT, they're in NXT UK. The weeks they're not at NXT UK, they're at NXT. And they're on 205 every week. Every week, yeah. They've been on the last six weeks in a row. So yeah. they've been bouncing around the country to follow SmackDown around to be on bouncing 205. Bouncing around the world. Yeah. It's incredible. Well, they weren't at, um, they weren't at Super Showdown. No. But... I can't wait for this 10-man tag. This 10-man tag is going to be so good. It's going to be great. Oh, and it'll probably be, so be the only match on that card. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of cards. Oh, here we go. Elimination Chamber, Chamber card. From the bottom to top, as we always do it. Yes. Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. Gulak. Gulak gets the, du- I, he I gets want, the rub I, here. I want Gulak to kind of get the rub here. And I want him to, like... And I want him, at the end of the match, to get Daniel Bryan's respect. I'm going to go the other side. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to take Daniel Bryan. I'm going right. to take Daniel Bryan. Just because I think... 
Um, because you want to win this. <laughs> I do want to win this pay-per-view. Uh, because I I have a funny feeling that this is going to continue to build to a group of guys who are going to come after Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Because Gulak is going to say, oh. Or it could be the build of the new Nexus. Uh, with the leadership of Daniel Bryan. I don't know. No, no, no. Don't no. do that. Don't do that. No. Next match. United States Championship match between Andrade and Humberto Carrillo. Um, Andrade. It, it depends on how WWE feels about Andrade. You gotta remember, he just came off a wellness policy. Yes. They usually take belts off of people who come off of wellness policies. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Andrade as well. I'm gonna say they're gonna keep the belt on him going into Mania, and then we'll see what happens with him at Mania. Yeah. Up next, Black Styles No DQ. Oh, Black. Alistair Black. Black. Black needs to win this match. And then this needs to set up for something for him at Mania. Mm-hmm. Maybe replacing Undertaker. Ah, we'll see. Possibly. We'll see. I want that AJ versus Undertaker I match. don't. I don't. Slow, lumbering, I don't want that. I don't want that. If this was five years ago, I would have taken it. I don't want that now. Yeah, true. Tag team, Raw Championship match. Street Profits, champions, against Rollins and Murphy. Oh, uh, Street Profits. Profits retain. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip that because we're going to do the two. Elimination Chambers. next. Yeah. Um, Strowman against Knock, Cesaro, Zane. Strowman. Strowman's going to retain, and he's going to pin Zane. Yes. Or he's going to stack them all on top of It'll, each other. He, yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Smacked, well, that would actually, that would squash all of them. That would put them all way down well we'll see what happens but i could see that happening elimination chamber for the wwe smackdown tag team championship miz and morrison new day swusos heavy machinery lucha house party ziggler and rude miz and morrison have to retain in this miz and morrison retain and their final they pin so that the the final elimination yeah who's the final elimination um, we have said repeatedly we think it's going to be either the Usos or the New Day. I think now it's going to be Heavy Machinery. I think it's going to be Heavy Machinery because it's going to come down to Miz and Morrison, Heavy Machinery, and Ziggler and Rude, and Otis is going to pin Ziggler. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're going to brawl. Um, Miz and Morrison are going to take advantage. Miz will hit the Skullcrusher finality into Starship Pain. Pin one, two, three. Yep. End of match. Yeah. And then maybe that builds to them to them that those two teams at Mania. Yeah. Get the belt in somebody different. I know we want to see the Usos win their belt at Mania, but Yeah. Women's. Women's number one contendership match. For SmackDown. Natalia, Morgan. Oh no, for Raw. I'm sorry. For this yeah. is for the Raw one. Natalia, Morgan, Riot, Logan, Oscar, Baszler. Baszler. There's well. Baszler appa- is going apparently. to win. Apparently, Vince McMahon is not happy with Shane, Shayna Baszler. He was very disappointed in the match this past Monday. He's soured on her, and is, apparently he's thinking about making huge changes to the WrestleMania 36 card. This is all per the uh, Wrestling Insider, uh, PW Insider, and stuff like that. I still think you have nobody else in that match that can come out of that match because you have to build your women's tag team division, especially after Bliss just did the call-out. So, yes, Baszler must win this match. Yes, because... Then, then she needs to go on a tear for yeah. the next three weeks on Raw, just wrecking people and having sh- having matches that she was having in NXT. I think 
that Baszler is going to win this match because of Becky Lynch. Lynch is going to introduce something somehow to make sure Baszler wins because recently uh, Becky's been tweeting and posting on Instagram and stuff like that. Like, I want, like, I, who's your pick? I pick Shayna to win this match. Yeah, she wants Shayna. Oh my God, look at Shayna. Shayna's so great. (laughs) Shayna's this. Shayna's that. Because she's trying to get into Shayna's head because this is going to be the best women's match on that card. Yeah. And we're getting a Ripley Flair match. And that is going to be the best match. Yeah, it is. Uh, Becky and Baszler will be the best match. But the big thing with Baszler is her entire time down at NXT. (laughs) The wrestlers in NXT have a little bit more say in how their matches go. When you get to the main roster, when you get to Raw, you get to SmackDown, you don't have that kind of control of your matches. Depending on who you are. Because think about the matches that Io Shirai and Shayna Baszler had at NXT. Oh, incredible. Okay. For them to get chance of this is this sucks. This is this is awful chance during their match on Monday Night Raw. One is a huge, huge, huge deterrent for me f- from the crowd. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be doing that. These women are incredible. They were having a it Kyrie was a, Sane is the it, only one that has was, defeated uh, and taken the belt off of Shayna Baszler. Correct. Oh, I said Eo Shry, I'm sorry. Kyrie Before Sane. Ripley. Um the thing is, like these these women were working a slower style match because that is what was booked. Yeah. Don't book those types of matches. These women can fly around the ring, and that is what we need to see Baszler do. Sane, they- Sane can fly around the ring. So can Baszler. Baszler moves. Baszler moves, but Baszler's <clears throat> character is slow, hulking, technical masterpiece. No, but what I I understand the slow, hulking side of it, but what I mean is, is like she's not just... She's not doing a lot of... She's not just keeping you to the mat and wrestling holds and stuff like that. She's throwing you off the ropes and she's hitting you with big spot moves. Like she does that. She doesn't dive through the ropes or something like that. But how did she beat um, Kyrie Zane? She caught her out of midair once. Yeah. And put her in the Coquina Coquina clutch. clutch. That's how she beat her. Or is it the Coquina or is it the Kimura? No. Kimura is Brock. Yeah. Coquina clutches. Correct. No, Coquina clutches. It's the Coquina. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. The Kimura lock is what. He uh, Brock Lesnar broke Triple H's arm with. And then the Kikina Clutch is also what Joe does. Yes. Yes. But Beza does it too. Yes. Okay. So, the way to look at this is they need to build Baszler as a badass to show Vince McMahon that yeah. she needs the belt. She needs the belt coming out of Mania. You can't just keep the belt on Becky Lynch because now she'll have it for over a year. She hasn't lost her other belt. She she, she lost her SmackDown title. Yeah, she's not dropped that Raw she, belt. She has not dropped that Raw belt. You're going to keep, keep continue to carry that. She's great at carrying it. Trust me. I love her social media stuff. I love when she comes out with her bedazzled glasses and her crown. And she's changed more into like The man character to me has spoiled a little bit. It hasn't yet. Not to me. Not to me. Because she's changed it. She's went from being this Stone Cold Steve Austin version of the man to now this Shawn Michaels version of the man. Yeah. So this sexy boy, overdressed, overpompous, stuff like that. And she doesn't need need a body guy because she'll kick everybody's ass. She doesn't care. Yeah. Okay. That finishes this episode. That basically finishes this episode off. Um, we're going to be back on Tuesday um, with our Raw and our Elimination Chamber review. Yes, so it'll be another about 45, 50 minute yeah, episode. a little bit, bit longer. This this episode was pretty long, but that's because we had three shows to go over. And, and we had news. news and we had... Uh, predictions. Predictions. Um, but other than that, I think this basically finishes us, finishes us off. Yep. Obviously, go follow us over on Instagram and social, uh, Facebook. We're posting there daily. Fingers crossed I don't forget again. 
Um, I only did it once. Uh, okay. But, right. I mean, you haven't forgot once, so you still get the rub there. Yes, I do. Um, Heels rule. Okay. But, yeah, follow us over there. We're giving our social media, our, so our media suggestion of the day, as well as some news and information about what's going on in the world of sports and wrestling. Yep. Um, obviously, come out tomorrow if you guys are uh, sports fans. We're going to be having a new episode of Doink go out tomorrow. Yes. Um, we're going to be recording that right after this. Um, so we're actually going to get out of here so we can get over to that. This has been a Double Doink production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.